What's up, man? Sporting that lid, looking good as always. Yeah, man. We need we need to get you with one of these lids. I'm oh man, that's kind of dirty actually. Well, you know, you've earned it. It's hard knocks, man. It's a, it is a hard knocks life. Earn those for us. You earn your scars in this uh, wrestling journalism industry that we're in. Woo! You got that one, baby. <laughs> oh man, well Scooby's in here. Happy Friday, back at you, Scooby. Good to Scoob. see you. And uh, man. <laughs> You know, I was I was off again last week. I talked about it a little bit, but working on making my transition from nine to five job to full time entrepreneur. So now I'm here. That's why I'm in a different setting, uh, and I am reared up, ready to go with the Friday hot tag. I'll tell you that, man. Especially with our topic today, because it's something that I've been talking about for. <laughs> for months, and I was doing a little bit of digging um, and got some information that really kind of shocked me, but we're going to talk about today the much-anticipated reemergence of the NWA Tag Team Championships on Primetime Live. So this obviously happened when Aaron Stevens made an appearance. He recently lost his national title to Trevor Murdoch, which was a really cool moment on uh, UWM Primetime Live, but he uh, invades the announce booth and ultimately challenges Eli Drake and James Storm uh, saying that he's going to get question mark through all the legal loopholes and the travel restrictions over in Mongrovia that we're, we're all very aware of. It's been uh, much publicized, all the restrictions over in Mongrovia. Um, but he's going to do it. He's going to get question mark here, and uh, they want a shot at those tag titles. I popped huge for this. Jay Cal, what was your reaction when Aaron Stevens came out and started talking about the uh, the tag titles? Do you remember that show, Home Improvement, with Tim Allen? Yeah. And he goes, oh, that was my reaction. Because <laughs> Primetime Live had never mentioned the NWA tag team titles. We had Eli Drake. He was on episode two. He did a dark match on episode one. They never once referred to him as an NWA tag team champion. And then when we get James Storm, who made a surprise appearance, wasn't even advertised for the show, again, did not acknowledge the NWA Tag Team Champions. Now, I thought that this might have been a byproduct of where the NWA was at, that maybe that they had, uh, because of the rumors that James Storm was no longer under contract, and maybe the tag titles were just going to go away for a while until power came back or until they were able to do the Crockett Cup. Maybe this would just quietly get folded into the night. Not so much. So I was, my jaw dropped. You know, I, I love Aaron Stevens. I, I think we've talked about that at length on this show. He's wildly entertaining. Um, he gets it done in the ring. He gets it done on the mic. He, his quips are quick. Um, was not expecting that announcement, and I was ecstatic to hear it. Same for me, man. I mean, I, I was, uh, I don't know if you were uh, in, in our Discord chat when that happened, but I was just like, Tag titles, tag titles. Like I was just <laughs> over the I was like, I was kind of like you, and and I was, I could kind of understand that that mentality. You know, I mean, the whole James Storm thing. When anybody nowadays comes up with contract talks or contract expirations, things like that, rumor mills go wild and all that kind of stuff. And we've kind of always been uh, of the camp of like, hey, let's just wait and see what happens. Let's not like just because somebody's contract runs out doesn't mean they like 
hate that other promotion and they're gone for good and stuff like that. And we got confirmation of that when he appeared on UW at primetime live. Um, but yes, the big question mark, no pun intended, um, was the <laughs> fact that he showed up uh, and there was no mention of him being a uh, world tag team champion. And the same thing for Eli Drake on the episodes that he's been a part of. Um, and so I, my hope was that it was not an intentional oversight that it was just at that moment they that wasn't what they were trying to publicize as much as I would love you know even if Eli Drake's going to appear separately he should have his tag belt you know in my opinion that would be me um but I can understand and we've talked at length as well about you know primetime live is a different show it's not NWA power it's it's something totally different and um and so I can understand why there's not I want continuity no matter what in professional wrestling, but I can understand it was, and could kind of give him a free pass on that. But um, now that this has come up, I, I am elated at the idea that uh, we're going to see this match on primetime live or at all. And, you know, it's just further confirmation too, that, um, you know, despite what's going on with James storm, we saw him appear at bound for glory impact wrestling. Um, He's not under contract anywhere. That doesn't mean he's not, open to working anywhere. He's kind of a free agent right now and can do whatever he wants, including uh, coming and wrestling as the NWA, half of the NWA tag team champions. So um, inevitably, I believe we're going to get that. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. And it was interesting. I was doing some some digging, and uh, it looks like they, uh, Eli Drake and James Storm became tag champions in January at hard times. And it's just like, I know this year has been insane, but like the idea that it's been almost a year since those belts have changed hands, have they haven't been defended a lot due to COVID and, and things like that. And they just haven't had a lot of visibility, but, you know, we haven't seen those belts change hands in, in almost a year, man. I mean, you know, eight months. So it, it's, it's long overdue. Um, I hope they pull the trigger on that as soon as they can. What, what do you think about timing? I mean, how soon do you think we're going to see this match? Um, well, and, and again, we have to look at uh, the big picture, right? Because Primetime Live has its own storylines that they're working on. Obviously, next week is a big week for them when they're presenting, you know, three of the uh, remaining uh, uh, first uh, first-round matches for the United Wrestling Network World Championship. But then, I mean, they also announced the uh, Heather Monroe will be on that card. They announced Leo Rush will be on that card. So it, it more than likely won't be episode eight. And more than likely, it will be like maybe episode nine, maybe ten. You know, I feel like there isn't an urge to rush to it. But at the same time, it's like it's got to make sense for everybody, right? If uh, bringing the tag titles in, this that'll be the 10th championship that will have been defended on the show. And I think, um, you know, there's no need to rush it. They want to bring the titles in. They're going to make that match meaningful. That's that's kind of like the hallmark of primetime live. Every time a title has been defended, it's been pretty meaningful. And, I mean, to your point, you, you brought up that it's been almost a year since they've defended those titles or, or even had the, the titles changed hands. Remember, Rock and Roll Express won the belts in December of 2019, but that match didn't air until January of 2020. So it's like the pandemic pause really did put a pause on everything, but even more so, like the, those titles have just been stagnant 
all year. One title, def- one title defense after hard times. That was it. Yep. Yeah, and I've mentioned this before on this show, but we had a uh, a Patreon uh, Carneyland Town Council meeting with William Patrick Corgan, and one of the things that he mentioned that uh, really stuck out to me in that meeting, he said that you know pre-pandemic, uh, when everything was business as usual, their focus was uh, bringing more prominence to the tag titles. And obviously that got put on pause, but you can see the trajectory of where it was going, starting back with even, you know, the Crockett Cup uh, originally, you know, with the, the villains and the wild card and um, you know, Rock and Roll Express. I mean, there, it was gaining a lot of traction right there at the end of 2019 into 2020. And like you said, it just had to be paused. And it was something that just unfortunately didn't, it didn't reach its full potential before the pandemic hit. So it didn't have that to live up to the 10 pounds of gold will always be the top of the mountain. It, it will stand the test of time, even if there's a hiatus, a pandemic, whatever happens. Uh, the national title um, was brought back to prominence when, when Aaron Stevens uh, had the match that they just had. Um, and so that's back there. I mean, good Lord, Thunder Rosa did not let, the Burke, the women's world title ever fall from a place of, of focus. I mean, she's been at it, but those tag belts, as I said, just unfortunately were not at that level at the time that the hiatus happened where they could maintain any kind of like visibility or, or popularity. And so it feels a little bit like we're starting from square one and, you know, I don't know if the plan would be to have that belt switch hands. If it do, those belts switch hands, if they do, then that would mean that every NWA championship except for Nick Aldis's 10 pounds of gold would have switched hands on primetime live, which is an interesting thought. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's going to switch or, or how do you, what do you think they're going with it? Well, uh, again, I mean, um, so much could happen between now and then. Right. But, um, to your point, you, you know, it, what it feels like to me is that the NWA has literally gone through a metamorph- whoa, metamorphosis, easy for me to say, a metamorphosis during this pandemic. And where we went from a, a program that featured mostly indie talent with a, a, a sprinkle of WWE stars and a sprinkle of Impact stars has now really changed the dynamic of the way the show looks. I mean... We've got Nick Aldis, who has never been in the WWE, but has certainly been on top of that mountain for impact. And so he's still our world champion, but the women's champion went from an impact wrestler to an indie wrestler, now to an AEW wrestler, which has kind of got this weird dynamic. And then the Pope is most com- most known for his time in the WWE. Trevor Murdoch is most known for his time in the WWE. So what are they going to do? The, but the, the, the whole look and feel of power is going to be different when it comes back, you know, no more Ricky Starks, no more Eddie Kingston. Um, There is really no more tag teams left. I mean, if the rock and roll express come back, which is a big, if uh, Drake and storm, we don't know if they're going to be back. I mean, like you said, contracts are fluid. So we never know very easily. They could come back very easily. They could not come back. So will the, will the title change hands? I mean, I feel like it's it's a foregone conclusion. I, I I hope to be wrong because I think that Eli Drake and James Storm had a pretty nice thing going as a tag team. 
but I also don't think that it's meant to last forever. Yeah, and and uh, also Royce Isaacs, you know, has has gotten out of his NWA contract, so presumably, presumably him and Tom Latimer uh, wouldn't be present in the tag team division anymore. And so uh, it does, it leaves the door open. It leaves a lot of uh, you know holes to be filled, so to speak, in, in terms of tag team wrestling and. You know, to be honest, there's no shortage in indie wrestling of great tag teams. We've seen a ton of them already on UWM Primetime Live. Obviously, I'm thinking about the Bodega, uh, thinking about the Real Money <laughs> Brothers, those guys. So, you know, there's obviously a partnership there with this Primetime Live. Uh, do we see that partnership flow over when power starts back and maybe some of these guys start showing up on uh, NWA Power and challenging for those titles? We don't know, but... Uh, you know, there's there's definitely um, opportunity out there, I would say, in the tag team wrestling world. Um, and then, you know, it's it remains to be seen what a partnership with AEW looks like. We've talked about this a lot just because of Thunder Rosa um, and that partnership that's been going on there. Now we see uh, the NWA Women's World Title you know, being held by somebody under contract from AEW and it's, it was on there on Wednesday night. So I don't know what that partnership looks like, but could we see some of those tag teams maybe that aren't, aren't being uh, totally utilized on AEW programming. Maybe they show up on NWA power and maybe there's some mutual uh, benefit there to um, having some crossover with the tag teams. So, you know, again, the opportunity is out there. There's people out there. If, if, if the cards are played right, um, it can be a thriving tag team scene in the NWA um, when power does start back. But with this upcoming match, um, you know, I, I hate to be like this guy, but I would assume at this point, the belts are going to change hands. Um, I think just the questions surrounding James Storm and you got to think somebody, the caliber of James Storm, it, it, if it's already decided, he's not going to resign with the NWA. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I speculate that that's a personal thing or he's got a problem. But obviously, everybody is looking at all their options and they're weighing all their options. And presumably, he would have probably a pretty lucrative option out there somewhere, be it returning to Impact or AEW or something like that, that um, he could go uh, kind of take his next step. And so with that in mind, I think my assumption would be that Aaron Stevens and, and Question Mark would become the new tag team champs, at least for a little bit uh, until power reboots and we can get some semblance of storylines developing um, for the tag team title. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, you bring up a good point with James Storm, but let's not forget about Eli Drake because, and Nick Aldis has heard this, right? He said like, yeah, we know that Eli Drake and and myself is going to be a match down the road. And we, and as the fans, I think we all know that's going to be a money match, right? So at some point he has to shed the, second class, second tier type wrestler and start moving towards that main event. And so for him to lose the tag titles only kind of gives him that opportunity now that he no longer has this responsibility to shoulder. I mean, let's face it. I don't think we're going to see a return of Marty Skrull to the NWA. I don't think that's going to happen at this point. And the list of top challengers who were available even a year ago has changed quite considerably. The NWA, when it comes back, is going to have to, to build a challenge to, to uh, Nick Aldis that's going to get people back into power, back into watching the NWA. And I think you can do that with Eli Drake. I know you can do that with Eli Drake. 
promos alone will be worth the cost of admission. So I, I do feel like it's not just because of James Storm and whether he decides to stay or, or go, but I think in terms of evolution and, and creating your, that next challenge for Nick Aldis, he's sitting there waiting. You know, he is waiting for that yep. opportunity. So, Absolutely, man. And, you know, it's something that people have been talking about for a long time. I think since uh, since power started, I mean, Eli Drake established himself from day one. I mean, I remember when I first got into the NWA, um, you know, watching the first couple episodes, he was the guy that stood out to me. I was already familiar with Nick Aldis um, just because he had been world champion and uh, as a wrestling fan, I knew that. But when I decided to jump headfirst into uh, being a fan of the NWA, Eli Drake was one of the first people I saw on Power. And he came out and cut a promo, and I was just like, damn, this dude is legit, you know? And he was a guy I was not super familiar with. Um, so I think, you know, for the last several years, that's been on everybody's mind. When When is Eli Drake going to, you know – fight Nick Aldis. When, when is that going to happen? Um, and I think you're right. This does put him in a better position to, um, to go for something like that. And uh, when power starts back and, and we keep saying when, because we know it is coming back. Um, uh, it's just a matter of when it comes back, but uh, when it does, it'll be really interesting to see how they really light a fire under all of these uh, titles and different title pictures and who shows up, I would assume that we're going to have a lot of people showing up that uh, maybe we weren't even aware were affiliated with the NWA in any way, probably a lot of new talent, the same way as when power first started. Um, and so we're going to see a lot of new people, a lot of new faces. Uh, hopefully some of those are tag teams and uh, it'll be uh, a thriving um, tag team scene in the NWA because to me, those belts are just so, they're so prestigious, man. Like obviously you and I are big fans of tag team wrestling. That's no secret, but um, that just the, the historic tag team wrestling that is represented when I see those belts. And when I think of, tag teams in the NWA and throughout history. Um, there's just a, a prestige there that is really unmatched by any other promotion, in my opinion. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that coming back and hitting the ground running with, with some new NWA storylines. Yeah. And I mean, like there was such an influence early on with the NWA and ring of honor, where we saw a lot of guys from ring of honor show up. I don't know that we're going to have that this time around. And I'm okay with that, to be honest with you, because I think now there are a lot of good tag teams that are out there. And whether it be the relationship with Primetime Live and the United Wrestling Network, or if it's just going a different route entirely, there are good tag teams out there that would, would love the opportunity to showcase their wares on NWA Power. And I think that's going to be really exciting. When it does all come back, I mean, gosh, there's so much good wrestling that's happening right now, and we don't even have NWA power yet. MLW is set to come back November 9th. We've got uh, Ring of Honor with their peer wrestling tournament right now, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood in California. Then you've even got Primetime Live every Tuesday night. I mean, there is so much good wrestling out there that, you know, even if you don't want to support the national companies, the big-time main event players, I mean, there is so much good wrestling out there. And with all that, there's so much good unsigned talent there's so many good talents that are available and the cream always finds a way to rise to the crop you know people got really upset when eddie kingston got signed to aew because they said hey this is a guy that could really make a big difference in the nwa 
But do you realize that his entire time in the NWA, he and Homicide won one match, and that was it? He never won more than one match in the NWA. And, again, I'm not trying to fault him for the storylines or booking or anything else. It's just that, you know, they had other things going on. And with with that being said, with someone as talented as Eddie Kingston, there are guys out there. I mean, the Ugly Ducklings, you know, there's there's uh, the Carnies. I mean, there's so many good tag teams just in, in, on the East Coast alone. I mean, they'll be fine. NWA Power will be fine. Yeah. I, I agree, man. And uh, at this point, I'm just excited that we're having a conversation about it, to be honest. And when we were talking about topics for today, I mean, that was the first thing I could think of was like, hey, the tag belts, they were mentioned on Primetime Live. They're real. They're still here. Uh, the story continues. Um, so I'm super excited about that. But as J-Cal mentioned, uh, we do have a pretty stacked card for Primetime Live this week. We've got the three remaining first-round matches uh, for the UWN Championship Tournament. Um, we've got, as you mentioned, Heather Monroe is going to appear. She's going to be there, uh, which is always a treat. And, um, and yeah, there's just a ton going on. I know today uh, over on the NWA YouTube channel, they're releasing uh, a little documentary about uh, ultimate rivalries and talking about Nick Aldis and Tim Storm. So I'm looking forward to taking that trip down memory lane and uh, just remembering uh, how great that rivalry was, the rivalry that really kicked off the modern iteration of the NWA through the 10 pounds of gold series. So that's going to be cool to uh, look back on that. So you guys make sure you check that out. Um, me and the bearded trio will be live on Sunday night at 8 PM. So come hang out with us then to talk about authoring things wrestling and uh, J Cal, when are you going to be on next? Well, we do our next live program on Tuesday and that's ahead of uh, primetime live uh, that we call that the pre party. And uh, you know, just let's let's do something different here. Instead of plugging where I'm gonna be, how about you say, "Hey Alexa, play the Alliance Blog podcast," or even better, say, "Hey Google, play the Alliance Blog podcast," and make sure your speakers are on really loud so it'll play. And that'd be great for me. I'd appreciate that. That is not. It is not playing the right thing. Uh oh. Well, that <laughs> hey, Google say, stop. <laughs> Say, say the Alliance blog. Make sure you say it clearly. Um, yeesh. Hope I didn't pull up anything too bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all good, man. Well, cool. Well, J. Cal, it's always a pleasure, man, to take a break Love on it. Friday and, and talk with you. I hope you have a great weekend. Hope everybody uh, watching, listening has a great weekend. Thanks to everyone who joined us live in the chat. Thanks for your input. Uh, everyone else is really excited about Power returning, uh, kind of joining our sentiments on that. So until next Friday, uh, 3 p.m., noon Pacific again when we're Ooh. back. Uh, this is the Friday Hot Tag, and we'll see you guys soon.